Why do I have to do this with this thing? Because it's part of the training. Because I'm teaching techniques that you don't have. Techniques you'll need to win the tournament. Well, you think you can rely on that crane crap? Well, I did pretty well with it last time. Hey, wake up and smell the coffee, Mr. LaRusso. Last time you weren't listening to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions. Scanning for the Karate Kid Part 3, 1989. Prepare to rewind in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, Rewinders, and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the master... Terry Silver Interrupter Powers. <laughs> uh, in addition to Paul, we also welcome back aboard the hosts of the Peter Pan Syndrome podcast, uh, where these Gen Y kids take you with them, second start to the right, and straight on to the movies from their childhood. We welcome back uh, once again. It's been a pleasure. So sad to see this be the last time, but we're so glad to have back Alex and Ariana Ortiz. Hello, I am Alex Ortiz. I am Mexican-American, third gen, born in Austin, Texas, and I was born in 1992. I'm here with my wife. Ariana, I am also Mexican-American, born in Austin, uh, Texas, um, but I am first gen, and I was born in 1992. One. Whoa, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I hear that's a good year. Is that accurate? It's the best year, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, the best year. Oh, okay. Best oh. year, I hear. <laughs> I can and, confirm. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, I'm so I wasn't trying to insinuate that you guys can never come back, by the way. I'm I'd be, <laughs> be happy I'd be we'd both be happy to have you back on. I just mean I'm t- I'm sad that this series of Karate Kids with you on is coming to the end. Yeah. But <laughs> Regardless, now they have a quick flyby of who we are. Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for The Karate Kid Part I.I.I.? All right. The Karate Kid Part I.I.I. <laughs> was released June 3rd. Or sorry, June 30th, Power Rangers. <laughs> Runs an hour and 52 minutes and is rated PG. It was directed by John G. Avil... Dang it. I'm sorry, John. This is your third Karate Kid movie you directed, and I still can't pronounce your and name. You wanted right. us to cover Rocky. Jeez, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> it was written by Mark. Sorry, written by Robert Mark Kamen, who also wrote Karate Kid 1 and 2, with lead stars being Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, Thomas Ian Griffith, and Robin Lively. The music was once again composed by Bill Conti. And all right, you ready for the box office trivia game? I am ready. Alex and Ariana, are you guys ready? Let's go. All right. And chat, feel free to guess as well. All right. The Karate Kid part I.I.I. was made for (laughs) about 12 million and earned almost 40 million at the box office. Ooh. Worldwide. Uh, Given this, as worldwide? Oh. Yeah. And given this, and the fact that it came out in the year 1989, mm-hmm. how high do you think it ranks among the other movies from 1989? Out of how many? Um, we'll go for top 50. This I'll, It's in the top 50. Top 50. Okay. Let's start with uh, Alex. What's your guess? I'm going to go 16 this time. 16? Ariana? 20. 
20. All right. Uh, let's see. Anyone in chat? I'm not seeing. Oh, 34 Where, from Where's Bobo Ashley. with 42? Come on. Yeah, Bobo, Bobo 42 or 13. All right. <laughs> I'm honestly, because 89 was such a crazy year, I'm going to guess really. I'm just going to guess 50. I think it's at the bottom of that. Wow. Um, let's see. Any, uh, okay. Beck says 12. Hold on. Beck says 12. Oh. Uh, Star Fox says 20. Uh, all right. So, Paul, what is the final answer for where Cry Kid Part I, I, I <laughs> ranks? 35. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 35. So, Ashley, with 34, you win this time. Good job, Ashley. Good job. 35. Okay. That's that's decent. That's respectable, I suppose. Yeah. Especially for 89 numbers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melt or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once Alice has located our target film. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Maybe you didn't hear me. I need your title. The challenge. There's nothing you've got that I can't counter. Your karate's a joke. The conflict. What are you saying? You're not going to train me for the tournament? For tournament. Cannot. The trap. <laughs> the friendship. Now, will you train me? Of a lifetime. Hey. The Karate Kid Part 3. Opens June 30th at theaters everywhere. That commercial definitely brings back some memories. <laughs> <laughs> it does. You know what? I think you're right, Paul. It does bring back, bring back some memories about the Karate Kid Part 3. But to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered before our rewatch, here's your memory mind melt synopsis for the Karate Kid Part 3. Daniel gets yet another girlfriend who happens to be not quite human sister. I hope young Indiana Jones doesn't mind. <laughs> what? Uh, so Hillary Swank becomes the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Daniel rips out Miyagi's special Cliff Bonsai tree for no reason. So Miyagi mad. Hillary Swank babysits some kids while Daniel decides to join Terry Silver's Cobra Kai to be to in spite of Miyagi. Uh, all new All Valley rule allows Daniel to cheat and automatically get into the finals without earning it, allowing Daniel to win another tournament for his collection. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Hil Hillary Swank shoots kids with huge water gun after being sneaky and hiding it behind a newspaper. Uh, yeah, that was definitely decepted. Uh, no Hillary Swank in this one. Uh, no, not this one. Based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what range <laughs> did they lead you to predict for this uh, film before rewatching it? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, I think Hillary Swank was in the medical one, the Karate Kid Part IV. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it wasn't called that. It was just called the next Karate Kid, Paul. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Ariana, what was your prediction for uh, Part 3? Um, I said tragic. Tragic. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I also thought tragic. Whoa! Paul? Two for two. <laughs> I'm going to break the mold and say nostalgic. Nostalgic. I'm going to reform the mold and say tragic as well. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, no classic predictions it here. It seems like we had some low expectations uh, for this film, and it'll be interesting to see if those predictions come true. But first, let's get into the thing things we liked most about The Cry Kid. Part I, I, I. Let's spin up our... Best three. 
best three things. And let's begin. Come on, little man. Let's see how good you really are. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Ariana. What's one thing you liked about this film? Um, uh, whew, Jessica, actually. I, the, the not love interest? Yes, exactly. And that <laughs> yeah. is why I like her so much. Yes, totally. He, I mean, they kind of tried it, but she was like, mm, I hope Yeah, exactly. So it didn't amount to anything but just... A wonderful friendship. Yeah. That's yeah. what I like to see. Yeah. It was, it's refreshing. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. What absolutely. Tease. I agree with you. Yeah. He doesn't need yet another girlfriend. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They haven't been going too well. Though it would yeah, have been kind of cool if there was a girl named Amanda in this that would have seeded Cobra Kai in some way. But Okay. But honestly, I was expecting actual Amanda Oh up. really? Oh, I was expecting yeah. that to happen. It would have been wonderful. Yes, but it but didn't no. happen. So yeah. I guess I'll just. But no, why hold can't my they be fourth dimensional? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, Francesca, oh. can I can I piggyback off of that? Like, of course. Oh, I yes. also like Jessica. Oh, I nice. think she, uh, besides you know tricking Daniel into a friend date, uh, which was not cool. <laughs> I didn't trick him. I thought she was pretty good. I thought her acting seemed really mature, in, in my opinion, and I thought she was really sweet. And she can take a kick to the baby maker like a G. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, wow. that hurt. Like me. Right? any other any other girl would have been gone. After, she takes a kick in the stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I would have been on the floor. Everyone would have been gone. Like, well, what am I still doing around you? Yeah, yeah. That's, so I yeah. like Jessica. Jessica's totally pretty cool. Uh, Paul, well, Paul, was there yeah, uh, the character you gravitated to? Was it Jessica or someone else you liked? Um, well, yeah, but uh, with the new cast as good as they were, I really appreciated the old cast coming back. Mm. Um, mm, yeah, and uh, with the mom coming back and the, like the little little cameos here yes, and there yeah. of the old cast, it was really nice to see. And some of of the the flashbacks of Karate Kid one and two and this really help at the beginning. So it, it's nice that it's it definitely is a continuation of both. And I really enjoyed it's not like these old Hollywood movies where they recast like, you know, Macaulay Culkin Home Alone Three or whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's nice to have the original cast back. Or these old Hollywood movies that start a dance number in a dragon set that make no sense. I, I just yeah. don't know what to make of that. Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm sort of on board with you, Paul, in terms of the old cast. That's something that I liked. And in ter- the in particular, I really – I thought it was very, uh, very emotional. And this is probably has to do with just where I am at in my life these days. But Daniel coming clean uh, to Miyagi about um, – uh, or just coming clean about like he joined Cobra Kai and just saying – I'm so sorry, Mr. Miyagi. And and then Mr. Miyagi, like, coming in and, like, saving Daniel from Kreese and Silver and like, taking on all three of them was just... Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that he was, like, just so, like, whatever. Come at me. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Miyagi <laughs> over here. Yeah. He has... Never mind. I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Miyagi magic. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> but for the record, be- before we move on too far from it... Uh, Alex Pruitt from Home Alone 3 is a new character. He is not Kevin McAllister. He's not trying to be Kevin McAllister. He's a okay. new character. You know what? Yeah, I was going to say, Alex, I thought that was thank off, you. Paul. I've, 
I've never seen Home Alone three or four, five, six, whatever, however many beyond two. So yeah, that's the way it looked like it was advertised to me. Oh really? So I didn't see it. So, but I appreciate the correction. Thank you. It's okay. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. You're not gonna like it. <laughs> see, they should have got Kieran Culkin to be in Home Alone three. I don't know. That's a missed Ooh, opportunity right there. Wasn't he in the second? Oh, he was in, in the first, first one? one. Yeah. I yeah. Just, okay. Fine, okay, Paul. What's, whatever. What's Fuller doing here? <laughs> <laughs> It's a spinning the bed. <laughs> um, anyway, this isn't Home Alone. <laughs> anyway, back to Karate Kid Part 3. Let's go back to uh, Ariana. What's something else you enjoyed about this film? Um, something else that I <clears throat> enjoyed. Seeing the contrast between Daniel and Mike's training. So you you see how uh, Daniel's training for the, for the tournament is mm -hmm. it's super calm. He's doing his kata and he's yeah. just like... He's taking it in. He's focusing on the technique. But then you see Mike just being aggressive. Like aggro, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, he's angry. He's trying to kill fake Daniel while he's right. training. And it, you could just see the contrast in the characters as well as in the karate that they're training in. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That. The the What's his name? Barnes? Mike Barnes? Yeah, whatever. Mike Barnes. When he comes after Daniel in the tournament, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, when oh, he yeah, first man. comes after, he is a threat. Like, that is a genuine, if you're going to up the ante, like, this guy up the ante. Yeah. yeah. He totally. did an incredible job. And just reading some of the trivia about him, he, he like, uh, he seemed, like, very committed to this role. He, like, wanted so oh, bad. No. He, he actually... What? He wasn't one of those method actors. He was like doing that well, to everybody as, on, on set, right? I don't know about that, but in his in his screen test way, key grip. or in his uh, uh, audition with with uh, with Ralph Macchio, he actually got Ralph Macchio in a corner and wouldn't let go of him, like wouldn't let him out until I don't think it's until they gave him the part, but until like someone said cut or something. It just he wasn't wow. laying up about with it at all. So intimidating, oh yeah. That's scary. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You have to do things like that, though, if you want to act in Hollywood. Yeah, and get sued. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll stay in Texas. It's it's funny that you said that, Ariana. It made me, and I haven't seen the whole thing, but I have seen the ending montage. It made me think very much of Rocky Four, where, uh, I don't know if either of you have seen that, but the, the Russian... Vincent Drog Drago Draco He Man Drago Yeah Drogo Yeah is like getting all like just like getting steroided up and doing all this like oh. crazy yeah, professional training but Rocky's machines. like what was that it's all scientific uh, it's it's all scientific with with the machines yeah. and everything like exactly. that. It's all high tech, and then we switch over to Rocky, Rocky. and he, he has the rocks and the wheelbarrow and yeah. the, and he's the on cliff. The farm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's so, he's doing some Miyagi though training. Exactly. So yeah. it's and Rocky Four. I just looked it up. Came out in '85, so it, it it was a precursor to this. But mm. um, was that also directed by John J. Avildsen? Paul. Oh, you have a problem saying his name? Too? No, I said perfectly. <laughs> oh, that was directed by Stallone himself. Oh, wow. Well, that's cool. Oh. We love you, anyway. Sebastian Stallone. Indeed. <laughs> I mean, Arnold's better, but anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? <laughs> I said Arnold's better, but oh, oh, oh no. In terms Francisco, of why are you just giving me giving me so many fighting words today? <laughs> like first yeah. you're like Lilo and shit stinks, now you're like Arnold is better. Like what's in happening? In terms of movies and Thank characters, you. I don't know about like their personal <laughs> lives, but um 
regardless, let's go to Paul next. What's something you enjoyed, Paul, about Oh my gosh. Dragon? I this is kind of technical, but I so enjoyed that shot of Daniel and Miyagi on the 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 mountaintop, and then it pulls away. Oh, it's yeah. it's got to be like on a helicopter. helicopter. Yeah, it just keeps pulling then. and pulling again. You know, with them on the mountaintop against the the ocean backdrop, that was an amazing shot. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very cool. Alex, was there anything technical like that that really? Uh, was one of your likes, or did something else really draw you into this film? Actually, kind of, sort of, yeah. So to mix uh, Adiana's and then Paul's, it's um, I think it was the the kata being used in the final mm, round to yeah. distract slash disorient Barnes. Yes. I mean, I think it felt more natural compared to the drum move that we all laughed yes. at oh, yes. in the last one. And it, it was showing um, Terry Silver that, you know, the, the kata wasn't worthless, as, as exactly. Terry yeah. said. Yes. So I like that part. Uh, yeah. I did him focus. That didn't make one of my likes, but yeah, I absolutely agree that it was cool that it made so much more sense, like you said, than the drums. Yeah, and like that, they didn't shoe in a new move. Exactly, you know? yeah. exactly. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, it wow. It actually this is... made more sense than a crane kick if you want to be technical <laughs> about it. Yeah, because I could see how that would confuse... Barnes, who's all about just like aggression, and it's like, yeah. what craziness is this thing? It I don't would know what's confuse me at. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I l- loved the look. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's okay. I <laughs> loved the look on his face mm-hmm. when he saw Daniel like just going move after move after move, and he was just like, uh, exactly. What? What's going on? Yeah, I still don't know what kata is. So, like, th- that's why it probably, like, really says something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, a kata is just a series of moves that sort of trains your mind for uh, a larger attack. It just sort of gets you in almost like uh, the moves you would do if you're being attacked. But it's memory. It's a uh, muscle memory for the positions you'd want to hit to. It's kind of like stretching before going out in the game. Okay. So it's, so yeah, it's kind of. Okay, so it's kind of like yoga where they all have like their own isolated moves and you put them all together. I think and so. You memorize it. Sure. Yeah, so I think yeah. something like that. And there's different it's not all it's not all the same like I know um at the martial arts school I used to go to, you would learn different different ones. It wasn't I don't think they are called katas, but they're it was something like that where they're just different or they're called palgays. It's just essentially different sets of moves that you'd learn and yeah, you most go martial arts have that <clears throat> different names, yeah. Exactly. That's cool. Anyway, uh, something that I liked uh, that was also sort of a technical thing, I guess, but it was very dramatic for whatever reason. I got so sucked into when the bonsai tree falls and like, oh my gosh, oh, it's in the water. Oh crap, what's going to happen? Oh, get to 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 get get so much care that for this bonsai tree. tree really added a lot of tension. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, it is. So Absolutely. much anxiety in that one scene. That's mm-hmm. just the, oh gosh, that one. Hey. Oh, oh anyway. my gosh. Even worse when when Mike grabs it just in Daniel's oh, face and, no. he just, and you just Whoa. hear the crack. Oh, oh. yeah. Hurt muscle. It's so much for but Jessica knowing how analogy. to repel. Oh, I love the ana- the analogy between the tree and Daniel. How yes. his life was snapped. Yeah, in, yeah. Like, yes. Place. Yeah. yeah. I, that I, no. is actually one of my likes. Oh well, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> did that happen I'm to be you up? Here you go. Did that happen to be your <laughs> classic maker? Because we're to classic makers now. Let me look. Okay. Um. Yes, actually, I awesome. I love the metaphor. The metaphor yes. because he's just so. It's just like one thing after the other. He just cannot win for losing, and he's mm-hmm. just lost a sense of who he is. 
Yeah. And and Miyagi putting back the the tree together and taping it together and then uh seeing it at the end how it's it's flourishing. Mm-hmm. Like it has the buds again. Like this is what Daniel has to look forward to. This is the exactly. optimism that he needs in that moment to feel better about the mistakes that he's made because he's yeah. a child. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And I love that it, it reflects that he has deep roots, that it's not that he there's more to him than just yeah, all this surface level stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. deeper character that's that will that can overcome. Yeah, for sure. Um uh sort of not my classic maker is uh comes earlier than that, and it's more of a reflection of Mr. Miyagi. And it's when uh Daniel's sort of in the throes of Cobra Kai and just wants to is hiding everything and and Mr. Miyagi like looks at a picture of them and says um like hearts empty without Daniel's son and it's just it, that was just mm-hmm. like so touching and and sad and I just I really felt for Mr. Miyagi in there that really like touched a deep emotion for me so I Yeah I was, no, that was really cool cuz the the whole time I'm watching the series I'm like Man, this is a one-sided friendship if I've ever seen one. <laughs> and yeah, so so hearing Miyagi say that, like he he does care about Daniel. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, it's he's very much like his son. It seems like yeah, throughout the whole thing. Yeah, uh, let's go to uh, Alex. Let's go to you. What's your classic maker for? I was about to say Cobra Kai for Cobra <laughs> Kid Part Three. Whoa, <laughs> uh, my classic maker is. Um, uh, Adriana, I might want to take off your headphones for this one. Uh, I really, <laughs> I really love Terry Silver in this. Okay, Man, he is so, he is turned up to eleven. He's having <laughs> such a good time in this movie. Here's my three part reason why he's awesome. Number one, uh, well, I've already said the first one. Um, but I really like the way he the the manipulation on Daniel. Like I like I believed I believed Terry when he was like sticking up for daniel and i was like in the back of my head i was like is he gonna steal daniel from mr miyagi is he is he going to backtrack on his promise and you know take daniel under his wing like that's how much he was really protective over daniel Mm. and i i believed it and uh i also like the line at the end of the movie i love it when he pounds him oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh. i love that audio so good i'm not gonna make any comments yeah (laughs) leave it at that (laughs) I see. The, 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 sorry, the problem with Ariana is that she doesn't really understand that um, uh, a villain can be good at being a villain, and she just gets so emotional about it. You like that's fine. That's what they're supposed to do. They're the villain, and she just uh, she just hates them so much. I, Don't I even mean, come at me right now, bro, because we're gonna fight. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? I can understand that, Ariana. I mean, the the villains in Lilo and Stitch just make that movie horrible. So I totally Dang. get it. What? <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> no, that, that's not the problem. Like, there are plenty of villains that I love. I mean, mm-hmm. Scar. Scar is oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Loki. I love Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who else but do I like? Tell me. Lo- lo- wait, 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 wait. Loki is manipulative and and charming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he's so, Loki. There's Loki and then there's Terry. Yeah. Well, so like, Terry has a slimy Whoa. quality to him that exactly. maybe that's yeah. what you're reacting to. Yeah, which I the can hair see, is yeah. slicked back in a ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, that's Loki. See, okay, oh my God. He, he, <laughs> the whole time I was watching that movie, The Karate Kid 3, uh-huh. I was just thinking about the Green Ranger. Really? What's oh, I could see that. Tommy. 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 Uh, Tommy. Yeah. 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 Tommy Oliver. Yeah, because I, all I remember, I mean, 
All I see yeah. when I'm looking at Karate Kid 3 is just the slicked back yeah, hair and the ponytail. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. he has the karate moves. Yeah. It, yeah. It, tell me. It's funny that you say that because you know who I was thinking about the entire time I was looking at Terry Silver? Who? I was thinking about the bad guy from the first three ninjas. Did three ninjas oh, steal really? all their villains from <laughs> Karate Kid series? I don't remember that one. I love being a bad guy. <laughs> Gross. But, but you know, that the, the whole... Uh, that he Terry Silver reminded you of the Green Ranger. That's why this is the Cry Kid part. I I I. There you go. Uh, anyway, nice pool. Uh, Paul, what's your classic maker? Was it Terry Silver as well? Did he like? Was <laughs> no, he such a as, ham as, of his own for you or something? As as well written, I agree as that that villain is because um oh man I'm I but mine is kind of ridiculous and no one would probably ever agree with okay. me. Okay. But the moment where Daniel is trying not to go into the tournament and these people are attacking him and he he's in the truck with Mr. Miyagi and he's like, what are we going to do about it? And Miyagi just starts singing. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, oh, forget about it. I'm like, yes, that's the right attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Mm -hmm. That was my classic maker. I love that moment. You know what? I totally forget, forgot about that that sort of arc of Daniel where he's just doing everything he can to avoid it. Cause he's like, yeah, I don't want to do this. This doesn't matter to me. It's that was really good on his part. I hate that he was sort of put in a corner and the bottom of a ravine uh, to sign the papers. But at the same, well, I, I'll get to that later, but, but do, sorry, but does no, Daniel it. actually not want to, or is he just trying to keep his promise to Miyagi I that think uh, I'm not going to do it, it because I that's think all it's a struggle. With him. Yeah, there's yeah. like there is an internal conflict. Like it's almost like he he knows he, he can see Mr. Miyagi's wisdom in that, but at the same time, it's like eh, I which I don't. But anyway, okay. Did you also forget something else, Francisco? Oh, you know what, Paul? There was something else I forgot. Spirit Blade Productions. Since 2006, Peter Franson has been operating Spirit Blade Productions to create entertainment and resources that equip, encourage, and inspire Christian geeks. And soon after starting this indie studio, Peter expanded to include a ton more content and community under the banner of Christian Geek Central. I am personally a big fan of what Peter is doing, and you can join me in supporting him on Patreon so that we can help keep this ministry going and growing. Not to mention your support can unlock fun rewards for you to enjoy. Head over to patreon.com slash productions for all the details. That's great. I love Peter and his enthusiasm. And when he's on the show, I it's great. You guys should check him out. But Francisco, what does that have to do with the Karate Kid part? Ay, ay, ay. Well, I'll tell you, Paul, in the Spirit Blade <laughs> audio drama trilogy, much like Karate Kid is a trilogy, I guess there's oh. a fourth one, but hey, we're, we're not getting there. Um, <laughs> but in that trilogy, there is there are characters that uh, change sides, much like like Daniel change goes from Miyagi Do to Cobra Kai to back, and so there are elements like that, or like Sato starts mm. as Sato Do, and then I don't know what it was, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they, they they flip sides, so there's characters like that in this audio drama. So that's that's how it's similar. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so stay tuned for more flip flops from um, Spirit Blade Productions. <sighs> okay, but let's talk about more about Karate Kid Three. You know what? You know, maybe I can bring us back into that with some trivia. Would that that sound oh, good? You that call? would work. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, how about this for for size guys? Did you all realize that this film 
is the debut of Thomas Ian Griffith, who we were just talking about. Uh, it plays uh, Terry Silver, and he portrays a Vietnam veteran. In real life, Griffith was only 13 years old when Vietnam, the Vietnam War ended. In fact, at the time of this movie, Cry Kid Part III, when it was made, Thomas was four months younger than Ralph Macchio, who played a teenager. <laughs> Man. Wow. That actually goes into something I'm going to talk about later. It makes sense now. Okay. okay. But yeah, wow. I, I, I know. He seems older. I think it's just the height yeah, difference I thought or something. So too. Yeah. But All right. That yeah. He's Ralph Macchio was about 27, 28 at the time of this filming around there. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to bring up the reason why um, he was 26 he didn't or 27. have a love interest. Oh, no, yeah, oh, oh. In this oh, movie. Okay. There is. And yeah. That, and, that's because I didn't know this before, but Blake Lively was only 16. Yeah. And he felt weird film. about having a love interest. And, and, and executives were like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Have yeah. a, a, <laughs> exactly. So that's a huge age difference in all these actors. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, that's crazy I, to me still that Terry yeah. Silver is the same age as da well, Daniel. Not, yeah. Well, that's true. He, he always looks way younger than. Yeah. That's that's fair point. Anyway, my question to you guys is, what? Oh, yeah, you have a question. What actor? Yeah, I do. What actor are or actress are you surprised to find out that they are the same age as you? And I gave you a link so you could go and look. So, what actor or actress? Let's start with uh, Paul. Uh, are you surprised right. is your age? And you can share so your age. You don't have to, but you can if you want. The the top two that were that were on the link that you gave us. Mm -hmm. I was really surprised to find out that uh, John Cena and Kanye West is the same age as me. Really? So, oh, nice. <laughs> we could be hanging around together. <laughs> oh, crazy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, how about you, Ariana? Um, I have a couple, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Dylan O'Brien and Tyler Posey. I don't know who they are. They, uh, they were like the stars whatever of the um mtv's uh teen wolf oh okay yes. yeah yeah my nephew watched it on he was like you gotta watch this with me <laughs> i thought they were way younger than me but no no they're both 29 oh wow <laughs> and then uh emma roberts i thought she was older uh -huh. actually was it roberts emma roberts um oh gosh well she's I think that she one played hot nancy from that Drew. one hot show Oh, which Nancy Drew? Like the the one where we were in high school? Oh, okay, okay. She's Julia Roberts' niece. Oh, okay, okay. I'd have to show you a picture. That's fine. <laughs> um, and age then Julia Roberts. Oh my gosh! Yes, actually. <laughs> wow, that is surprising. <laughs> and then uh, Logan Lerman. He is Percy Jackson. Oh, really? okay, oh. okay, cool. I was surprised. I saw a picture of him now in twenty twenty one, I guess, and he's like. All gray hair, just oh, really? gray, like oh, he's, his, oh, his, his beard. It's all gray. And I'm like, this man has to be yeah. way older than me. But no, he's 29. Wow. Nice. All right. Amazing. And Alex, how about you? Uh, <laughs> I um, I stalked myself on Facebook just to find this post for y'all. Uh, on June 24, 2019, I made a post that says, when you realize you're older than Cardi B and then it's Scott Calvin growing the big white beard. <laughs> I was shocked that I was older than Cardi B. Why? Are you shocked too? What? Yeah. It's crazy, right? We're both going to turn 29 this year. Oh, that's cute. I'm yeah. being 30. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> so. I'm going to be 30 this year. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome if you ask me. That's crazy. She's younger than us? Yeah. By, well, by two months for me, you know. 
Okay. So, but still, so you're you're relatively close. But still, yeah, okay. and she was in Hustler, so I consider her an actress. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> All um, right, Francisco, I'm not going to let this one go without you you answering it. Oh, you want <laughs> me curious. to answer? Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, you that's mind. very kind of you to suggest. So, I'll tell you guys, I. I pretend. Okay, I'll, I'll let it slide here. I pretend that to be a captain. <laughs> to be a captain of this ship called the Pod, the Retro Rewind Pod. Um, and that's great. But I could have pretended to be the captain of the USS Enterprise Kelvin Universe because Chris Pine is my what? age. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Or, or even better, I could have taken the One Ring to Mordor. Because Elijah Wood is also my age of 40. Oh. I mean, I'm going to turn 40 this year. So um, yeah, I will nice. be four-year-olds. <sighs> nice. That's cool. That's pretty that, cool. That we cool. love you, Chris Pine. What was that? Chris Pine's pretty cool. <laughs> we love you, Chris Pine. <laughs> we Chris have, Pine is cool. We have um, this Christmas tree, and we decorate it with uh, blue and silver ornaments. And uh, I printed out a picture of Chris Pine. In a blue suit, and now we have a Chris Pine. It's a vine joke. It's uh, a vine joke. Uh, 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 it's a uh, pine tree. Uh, <laughs> it's a Chris Pine. It's a Chris Pine. Oh, my God. <laughs> also, for those, uh, one more bonus for those uh, Boy Meets Worlds fans, Ben Savage is also my age. So, there what? you go. I saw him at an airport once. You met uh, him at an airport once? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. LAX, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all you guys are, I love in chat, you guys are all adding to this conversation. That's fantastic. All right. That was fun trivia, Francisco. And I have the answer to our last audience question that I'm not going to let all you to say thank you to. What is your favorite power slash rock ballad from a movie? Mm -hmm. And we actually had, uh, we had a couple answers and the one who won was, uh, from Bobo, that's our Bobo here in chat, or Dave Bobke. He said, "There's no easy way out from Rocky Four. Hey, good choice. So, thank you so much, Bobo. You are currently a fourth dimensional fan, though. So, if you have someone else you'd like to uh, to donate your one month of forty fan fourth dimensional fandom to, uh, let me know, and then we can make that happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, emailing in with your answer." Now, here's this episode's listener question. Which Karate Kid film is your favorite? We will accept answers between Rocky... No. Karate Kid. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three, four, you know, the next Karate Kid. And even the the remake with uh, the Smith family. Nice. Oh, okay. You have five to choose from. Which is your favorite? Awesome. So okay. thank you, Paul. Send your answers to that question of your favorite Karate Kid movie to trivia at RetroRewindPodcast.com. By the time we record the next episode, which usually gives you a week and a couple days. But now that we have all had some trivial fun, let's uh, skip memories uh, and get to the worst parts of Karate Kid Part 3 uh, because we didn't get any listener memories this time. So uh, actually, let's bring up our – okay, what actually, Paul? We did get one. Of course we at did. At the last minute. Of course. <laughs> well, will you read it for us, please? Daryl Hafner writes in and says, definitely a tragic movie. I think they decided they were going to have a third movie, no matter what. Very poor plot. Danny was getting his butt kicked at the end. Plus, the other kids should have been disqualified long before the last punch. 
The crowd seemed to be fine with what was happening until Danny won. <laughs> then they finally seemed upset with everything. Yeah, you know, because so. it was according to the script. But yeah, Gerald's yeah. comment pretty much leads us right into our uh, dislike section, the things we hated most about the Cry Kid part. I, I, I. So let's spin up our... Worst three. Worst three things. Now the real pain begins, Danny boy. Speaking of that guy, Terry Silver. I love when he pounds him. <laughs> <laughs> so as much as I do love, I will agree with you, Alex. He hams it up so much. Uh, Thomas Ian Griffin. Uh, Griffith? Griffin? Whichever one it is. Um, who plays Terry Silver. He does an amazing job hamming up that character. But my gosh, it doesn't make any sense to me why this wealthy guy would care so much about revenge and uh, just flagrantly be about with it. Business. Yeah, rich people are bored, Avi. Yeah. That's where Karen's came from. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not stereotyping at all there, Alex. Yeah, yeah no, totally. no, not. Well, then, um, <clears throat> I was going to say, uh, because I-, I think it's just fun for him to be a bully. I mean, and I also. Guess, but- also, he's like, Crease, I owe you one or whatever. Yeah. For life. Cobra Kai for life. I guess, guys. I don't know. It just seemed like way out there for him to be. I mean, I could see if he's doing it in sort of like um, uh, hiding it, like from his like housekeepers and stuff. But no, he's just like out there. Just whatever. Who I don't care who knows. It just seems yeah. more fun to be yourself. Uh, All right. Fine. We're all planning it together. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Ariana, what's something you didn't like about uh, cry kid part three daniel deciding to go and get uh mr miyagi's um bonsai tree oh yeah, yeah. because the heck daniel he i don't think he fully understood the significance of mr miyagi planting that tree so far away yeah. to where nobody would have right, access to yeah. it and, and i don't think mr miyagi fully understands the value of ten thousand dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, Probably not. I guess that. But I mean, I'm sure there was an emotional reason as to why he did it. Y- yeah. Yes. He didn't have to tell Daniel what that reason was. Daniel just right. needed to respect that, hey, mm-hmm. he planted this tree there for a reason. Maybe you should leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed that Jennifer was trying to be the voice of reason, though. Yes. She was like, my guy, what are Jessica. you doing? Mm-hmm. Maybe don't do that. Are you sure he's going to be okay with this? So don't let him use your equipment to go get it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, she's trying to be a nice friend, I think. I, mm. So. And I think he's he's using some reasoning as to like, well, we gotta save this business, and this is the only way. Yeah, and she's she's trying to help. Yeah, I just and, like that wasn't the only way. Like, if, I mean, yeah. he's coming from a family where where I mean, they they're not a high means family. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, there's probably hadn't been um had to have been things that they had to do to get by. Mm-hmm. And it maybe selling the most precious thing that you have might not have been one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think what Miyagi did in selling the truck to get more stock was perfect. And yeah, it's like, see, Daniel, this is why you shouldn't be so hot-headed. Yeah, carries on later. Yes, thirty years later, but whatever. Yes, uh, I yes. totally agree with you, Ariana. Yeah, that that was really almost heartbreaking that he decided to go do that, even though he had good intentions, but those good intentions weren't weren't the yeah. weren't wise. Um, let's go. Like that. To Alex next, what's something you didn't like? Ooh, I did not like Daniel choosing to rip out the special Cliff Bonsai tree. 
Come on. I feel like Like, I just heard this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, Miyagi has three additional cars he'd probably rather part with than the special cliff tree. Totally. Like like, as Adana was saying. Yeah, Yeah. Daniel, sell your car. Yeah. Why don't you sell your car, Daniel, if you really wanted to? Yeah, Mm -hmm. the one that Allie wrecked. That you got for free. Thank you. (laughs) Right? Right. It's just but, frustrating. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. frustrating. And then his reaction to Mr. Miyagi selling the car also was not great. Because like, what did you tell yeah. me? He's yeah. a grown man. He can do yeah. whatever he wants. Exactly, right? I think he yeah. was more like he was upset about was what upset happened, with, what yeah. he the mistake he made. And so he was trying to like yeah. pass off the blame. But yeah, he, he had Which no is, ground, ground to stand on there. Which I will give Daniel credit. He's he was trying. That's very mature to realize your mistake as quickly as he did. Most uh, yeah. people I know would try to, you know, brush it off. Yeah, and be angry at the people around him. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Not a dislike. I'm so sorry. Uh, not a dislike, but Mr. Miyagi's face when he sees the tree in Daniel's hand. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, why? What's happening? Oh, gosh. And what I loved is that he wasn't mad at Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, like, he was asking what happened. Yeah. 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 He just that like. Was, yeah. Fixing quick. the he problem. Went into it. He's like, let's get this together. Let's just yeah. give me this. Give me that. Let's do it. We got this problem solved. Exactly. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> Paul, was the whole him taking the bonsai thing something that you disliked as well? Or was there something else? No, something else I that you that mentioned part. before. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Was. Uh, Terry Silver and Mike Barnes yeah. are probably what five years difference there. They almost look like the same age to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it's it was hard for me to believe like this guy was like in Vietnam, but you know, some people age yeah. better than others. Sure. But mm-hmm. apparently okay. I age great. <laughs> yeah. But, and and with with Silver's hair slicked back, where you can't. If he's looking straight on, you can't see the ponytail. Mm-hmm. And, and Mark and Mike Barnes the same way. He has his hair slicked back. They all they look too similar to me. It's it's kind of like hmm. can't you vary your villains here a little bit more? Okay, it's just both actors I think did great. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. just the look. I I thought it was too similar. And speaking yeah. of similar, why 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 do you name Johnny? John Kreese, Johnny, the same villain name as Karate Kid One, Johnny in the first one. Now you know it's it's like why, why all the similarity? Like, be, get variety. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty common name. That's true. I, I, I had a thought. I had a yeah. thought. Yeah, you know someone very close that's named John Paul. Yeah, Paul John. Not, no, I mean, <laughs> and my middle name's John. Yes, I exactly. My dad's name's John. Exactly. My uncle's name's John. Yes, I know a so, lot of John. So there you go. But I don't go around Come going, on. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> and before Adiana gets into hers, I thought they were different enough, like, for the record. All right. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. fine. Yeah. I I'm, 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 I'm racist. I'm sorry. What? All, all white people look the same. Wow. <laughs> when their hair slicked back, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, let's go back to uh, let's go back to Alex with something you did. oh Adiana had something before I uh, oh okay go for it honestly I can't remember okay so no we worries. can move on okay <laughs> go for it Alex okay I did not like um, Miyagi not training Daniel for the tournament I mean yes it is partly Daniel's fault for not properly explaining the situation to um, 
to Miyagi, but I think Barnes targeting Daniel uh, mm-hmm. is kind of a, a bet, maybe maybe not a better reason, but probably on the same level of getting picked on by Johnny and the rest of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're being attacked at your store, at your place of work. I mean, yeah. you know, if the, this guy wants your title, I mean, just <laughs> Miyagi, teach me, or something well, like that. Maybe the difference is that Daniel should know how to defend himself at this point, and it shouldn't have to be at the tournament. Well, you never stop learning, you know. Right, right, yeah. of course, but that's true. Well, and that's, that's why he she, he teaches him the kata on top of the mountain, so he's still teaching him, but it's just not tournament focused. But I, yeah, I could see how it's like, oh, they're wanting this thing, so can you help me with this? Great. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to kind of disagree with you, Alex. Okay. But while agreeing with you, I understand. <laughs> Yeah, well, why doesn't he teach? But that gets into my other dislike that I'll talk about later. Okay, well, before we get there, I have something related to Mr. Miyagi I didn't like, which oh, was... please tell. I... And this I, this is what just too much Deus Ex Machina. It seems like Mr. Miyagi's always there when Daniel is in too much trouble. When he's in, in yeah. too deep, Mr. Miyagi's there. Oh, how, yeah. that's not, either Mr. Miyagi's <laughs> stalking him... Or there's just, it's just too... No, he, no, Daniel told him, hey, I'm going to go to Silver and say I'm out. And he's like, right now, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going. And so Miyagi saw that and was like, okay, this could lead to trouble. Yeah, that's why okay. he fought. And, that's and why then when there. Chosen is attacking him and he and he shows up, when Johnny there and There are several times where Chosen attacked okay. him. It's small and village. It's a small village. That's why I love you. Yeah. It's a small village. Fine people guys. Know people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see your point, Francisco. It just seems but, plus but no, it too convenient. Sense. Miyagi is, you know, everywhere. He's all the <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He has that Miyagi magic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh so that that was just something uh, incidental about him. I like Mr. Miyagi a ton. So that's just something though that seemed too much like a script problem rather than Mr. Miyagi, but Oh, speaking of script problems, here's one. They're at the bottom of the ravine, and they're going to trust people to pull them up? No, you just hold on to the road and pull yourselves up. Why why would they trust people who are threatening them and already tried to beat them up? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because wouldn't they have to uh, pull themselves up anyway if no one was up there? Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and how do they know he signed it or didn't sign it? They just took his word. And for didn't it. they it's, need it's... Miyagi's signature too? Like I, uh, I, I don't, don't know. Because so. no. oh, why? Why was Daniel asking Miyagi's for oh, his signature? For him to be represented by him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Train oh, him. That's but right, if he right. wasn't going to train him, he doesn't need his. He could be un, un, unaffiliated. Yeah, I don't know. Under eighteen, I think he kind of needs some waiver signed or something. I don't know. I don't think he's under uh, eighteen anymore because he's about to start college. But it's called the under eighteen. Under eighteen, all valley. Yeah. Well, have you seen Mike Again, Barnes? Daniel, he's like twenty five. Yeah, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Mike Barnes is going to get fifty percent of a Cobra Kai dojo. Like, I, I was um, thinking about that too. And be under eighteen for Look, like, come on. When you're rich, you're rich. You can <laughs> you can afford to give somebody fifty percent. Oh, that's true. It's for his college. Fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my word! And I forgot. Um, well, it is back to you, though, Ariana. So, what's something else you disliked? Um, I did not like uh, Terry teaching Daniel some uh, karate moves at mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Miyagi's house. Oh, just, yeah. it, like, it, like, I really like that part. Like, <laughs> I did it, too. It's, it's a cool part. It's a cool best. part. Like, I, I'm not gonna play it down. It was, it was, it was cool to watch him. 
not be great at sweeping. Um, but it just something right. about it just felt disrespectful to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I, I don't know I if it like in my head I'm still thinking about um in Cobra Kai how it's it's Miyagi Do. Mm-hmm. It's that's yeah. Daniel's dojo. It's it's Mr. Miyagi's That's true. It's a special place. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Terry just comes in and he's like, Yo, let me show you this move because yeah. I'm cool. Uh, yeah. But I think it was because it was off the yes. In the grand scheme of things, you're you're absolutely 100% right, Ariana. Like, he was being manipulative, mm-hmm. but if you're in the moment and you think, hey, this guy just came here and he's helping me, de- you know, uh, defend off an attacker, and then, hey, let me just show you real quick if that ever happens again. Yeah. That in itself yeah. is fine, but I agree with you, Ariana, in the grand scheme of things, he was not there to help, and it's not only an insult yeah, it's definitely an insult to their dojo. Yeah, like yeah. the whole th- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> well, those are those are good dislikes, guys. But there's got to be I- something you hate most about. Sorry, Karai can I Kid. squeeze in one more dislike? Real quick. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, Bonus. the ending tournament was really unsatisfying. I mean, like, I think <laughs> someone said already, but Barnes can win at any time, but he's intentionally shaving points just to beat on Daniel longer. Yeah. So I wasn't a fan of the the, the tournament. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That was some cheating going on. I don't know if it was cheating, but I mean, it's almost like part of me is like, well, it serves you right. You should have just won outright because you could have. Yeah. And then right. you would have gotten your 50% dojos or whatever. But no, you want to make it like glamorous. No, but happened. he he was being told to, hey, you, you get a point, you lose a point. You get a point, you lose a point for the full three minutes until yeah. it's time for uh, sudden death. So he was being told to do that. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah then it's, it's a good strategy. That's Terry's hubris as well. So anyway. That was yeah. the end of my dislikes. I'm not saying it's a great strategy for anyone to emulate. I'm just saying, as strategies go, in and of itself, losing's a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the worst strategies, the worst parts of Karate Kid, part I, I, I. Uh, let's begin with Ariana. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm a little bit ashamed of how I wrote this out. Okay. So uh, please just remember that I am a kind person. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll be the judge of that. Uh, so <laughs> Let's get unkind. My, my you know, I, I don't like this. Okay. Uh, Terry Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> my notes say, Terry being a literal, literally a piece of trash and much worse sadist than Crease. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Just, like, Those are harsh words. Yeah, so but yeah. I do agree that he is a good villain. He was written out well. Mm-hmm. Just... To me, emotionally, like Alex said, it just, oh, it was gross. It was gross yeah, to see him totally. because you can see him enjoying every single moment yeah. of planning the demise of, of, yeah. of um, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, don't worry. He's going to be in pain. And then when he's in pain, X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And he, he enjoys watching Daniel hurt his foot while he's training. Yep. He yeah. enjoys watching Daniel... Daniel make his hand bleed. Mm-hmm. He enjoys watching him hurt his his elbow. It's yep. just, it's so much worse than actually watching Kreese throughout all the movies and through the Cobra Kai series. It just yeah. it feels completely wrong to see this on screen. Mm-hmm. To me. Yeah, that was scary when Kreese came out of nowhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would I would disagree with you. I think that um, I think Terry. I think. He's 
He's enjoying it. He's having fun. Whereas Kreese, he has fire in his eyes and he really, really hates Miyagi and Daniel. And I just think of Terry as this kid with a magnifying glass, like burning his toys or something like but, that. Okay. You know, he's not Sid. Um, <laughs> but the whole thing, though, is Kreese has a reason to strongly just hate Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Like he, he felt humiliated when he hurt himself mm-hmm. yeah. um and and and, and um what, hey. terry is literally just an outsider looking in he was like yeah yeah i'll do this okay. i'll take care of them yeah. for you yeah. he has no emotional connection to this whatsoever yeah he's just hurting them to hurt them yeah and it's he's like, enjoying it yeah so he's like a sadist essentially yeah <laughs> which is what my nose said which is that's what i <laughs> yeah. said remember i'm a kind person <laughs> you could okay i mean i think that just that just um uh, uh, underlines your kindness in that you see this as such evil, Ariana. So that's totally understandable that you would classify this character that way. <laughs> um, no, I don't think that any apology is necessary, uh, except Paul, I'm sure whatever your tragic maker is, you have to apologize for it. Go for it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but I just don't understand why um, Daniel and Miyagi... Uh, agree to fight in the tournament okay given the fact you're you're right alex i don't understand why miyagi didn't train him but once you have that established why do they agree to fight in the tournament because they give this i'll, I'll play the line okay we have an agenda here daniel it's really very simple guys crazy either you fight one fight on one day or you fight every day for the yes, rest of sick. your life what's it gonna be danny boy it's gonna be i'm not gonna be there so just forget about it all right he said, oh, oh, you know, that's that's very compelling. Look, we'll fight you every day. But he says, no, forget you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, after that, Miyagi comes in and beats them all up. And then uh, instead of proving the point, look, I'm not going to be in the tournament because Miyagi just beat you up. <laughs> it's good. It's like, okay, now we're both going to be like in this. Now yeah. I'm going to be in the tournament and Miyagi is going to train me. They did a flip. Based, I yeah. I don't understand the the motivation behind it all. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll just pause real here, pause real our sort of dislike section real quick for some other trivia that I read. So to, again, this is IMDb trivia. Take it with a grain of salt. But apparently, both Ralph Macchio and either some of the producers or the director really felt like this script was underbaked. There wasn't a lot there. There should have been a lot more. It's like written, rewritten, or uh, there's just a lot not working with it. And so I think this yeah. definitely plays just, to that. Um, I'm, okay. There's definitely some themes like the, 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 the symbolism of Daniel and the bonsai tree. That's great. But yeah, some things like this. Yeah. That just don't make any sense. I agree, Paul. It's, it's very strange. Um, and that goes right into some uh, a similar uh, tragic maker that I have, which is I don't. Daniel is this like he's more experienced at this point than in Karaikid one or two, and mm-hmm. how I don't get how he doesn't understand. I mean, eventually he comes to like accepting this from Mr. Miyagi, but I don't get how he doesn't understand that karate is used for defense, uh, to defend your honor and life. And that that means something, but when used to defend a plastic trophy, that means nothing. How does he not understand that after all he's been through? That should be blatantly obvious that that's what because Christ. he wants it. Yeah, he's still a kid. He's you know this is the only yeah. thing he's had. 
That's like saying, okay, Francisco, you you know, um, uh, Nintendo games are just a waste of time. They don't really pr provide you any good um, benefit in life. But you know what? You can't play Nintendo anymore. <laughs> no, I still want to play Nintendo, even though there's like no, you know what I mean? That's, that's still no. something he See, wants to if hold I on to. You, no, that, that's the false analogy. The, the okay. correct Please analogy. Would, <laughs> the correct <laughs> analogy. Uh, you can only play Nintendo games to for self uh just satisfaction to you're not playing in the nintendo uh tournament and the wizard you're just playing for the pure enjoyment of playing nintendo that would be the proper analogy and that'd be like all right i guess i could just play it for the enjoyment of it no <laughs> <laughs> but i like i going back to my dislike i i feel like once it wasn't about the plastic metal trophy anymore when it yeah. was about you know um, getting this guy off your back, I thought that Miyagi would be, you know, a little bit more open to going back into the tournament and just him saying no, no, no. It just didn't feel like uh, that's something he should have, you know, yeah. been about. Well, what's the thing that they really, really shouldn't have done in this film? Alex, finish this off with your tragic maker. Daniel using his college money to pay for a Mr. Miyagi's little trees. Oh, I, yeah. I, that was lame. I hated that so much. <laughs> and okay, well, I, so see, I don't get this. I think that's great. You want to start a business? That's fine. I mean, okay, because this is. I feel like me. I feel like Daniel was kind of doing it for himself and just kind of saying it was for Miyagi because he was really mm. hyped about it. And you know, yeah, he was I using Miyagi's that. dream as like a. Uh, a push to like, hey, I'm I want to do this too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, okay. On a personal level, I feel like the people that and I could be wrong. I mean, I'm only one person. I've only done one thing in my life. But I feel like when you take that year break between high school and college, you do, you know, you you lose the momentum, and mm -hmm. you yeah. may you may never go back to college. Mm -hmm. And I feel like yeah. we'll this probably just wind up as a used car salesman. <laughs> <or something>. New <laughs> he car sells salesman. new cars <laughs> yeah. too, or that too. Yeah, and um, and ninety three Dodge Caravans, but so <laughs> which sorry to, to interrupt you, but yeah. uh, in this moment where uh, Daniel is showing Mr. Miyagi what the space actually looks like, you can see the salesman in him because he's like, yes. he's like oh, yes. we can do this. Oh, imagine that. Oh, this is fine. This is just yours, so you can just do whatever you want. And it's like, and I look at him and say, "Look how full of crap you <laughs> are." <laughs> exactly. This place is Worse than, <laughs> yeah. And then when when Miyagi like starts to come around to the store, um, like I feel like he's playing it off in the end just to kind of save Daniel some feelings. I'm like, Miyagi's like, okay, he spent this money, we can't get it back. Uh, I'm yeah. just gonna pretend to be happy, and you know, we'll just take this as a positive. I think he he was happy. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously, I, I think he was, was disappointed. I can see what you're saying, Alex. He was disappointed that that Daniel used his college money um, yeah. that he worked so hard to earn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was about to ask the thing yeah. is, where did he get that college money? From the ice so, thing, I thought. Ice from, thing, yeah, okay, Mr. Miyagi bet, and he gave him the winning bet and said, use this for college. Uh -huh. Right. So, mm -hmm. and, and now, but that was to replace his call, Daniel's college money from joining him in Okinawa. And two, so where did he originally get that money from? Like his mom. Either way, I don't, I, I oh, agree yeah. with you, Alex. It's not his decision what mm. to do with that money, mm. really. Mm. I could see that, guys. But somebody left that money in his care, so he spent it. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. 
Well, guys, uh, now that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. I'm. I have a. I predict. I have a prediction for what this will go like. But it's time for the moment of truth, guys. Do we rate the Cry Kid Part I I I a classic? We'd, rec- we'd recommend anyone go see this film, whether or not they've seen it before. A nostalgic. It's worth your time to revisit if you saw it as a kid or a youth, and it's uh, you know a Ute, and you uh, remember it fondly. It'd be worth your time to revisit. It. Or a tragic, it's not worth anyone's time today. If you have, if you've never seen it, keep it that way. And if you, if you have seen it and remember it fondly, don't sully those memories with a rewatch. So, classic, nostalgic, tragic. Let's start with Ariana. What is your final rating for the Cry Kid Part Three? Nostalgic. Oh, really? Nostalgic. Okay, so you raised it from tragic. What what sort of made it a better for you than you remembered? Well. I actually did not remember Karate Kid 3 at all. Oh, so really? I, I didn't know if I've actually watched it before. <laughs> oh, So I was okay. like, if if I don't remember it, it probably wasn't that great. But after watching it, there are parts of it that I did enjoy a lot. I would not force my children to watch it. Okay. Um, but if they happen upon it, eh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Very fair. That that makes perfect sense. Alex, how about you? You predicted uh, tragic. What's your right. favorite uh, I'm going to rate it nostalgic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's not great, but at least mm-hmm. it felt like a Karate Kid movie versus what I felt when I watched part two. And I just oh, think really? okay. uh, just Ter- Terry Silver was was hilarious and it was cool. And we were back. We were back and <laughs> we were we were back in Reseda. <laughs> we were back and we were, you know, we had uh, we had bonsai trees and we had karate. And we had a tournament and it was it was just it was just fun. Yeah, there's no karate or bonsai trees in part two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's not a tournament. No, there's a drum Oh, wait, there's a there drum was move. at the beginning when he honked his nose. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. I, <laughs> I, I, I almost time, said, Forgive your hard time, yeah. I, I almost said it in part two, but I was like, I feel like part two doesn't even really start until they're actually on the plane to yeah. Okinawa. Yeah. But I, 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 let, I let it be in the last episode. I don't Gosh. know. I miss Johnny. Yeah. I'm I'm there with Johnny, you. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Not that Johnny Paul. Uh, but Paul, what was your final rating? You had predicted nostalgic. Did it save that way or move up or down for you? Paul from the future. Oh here. my gosh. So <laughs> um what I was gonna rate this a tragic, but I'm just coming from the uh the uh, reviewing of Cobra Kai season one, two, and three for the patrons. If you're a patron, make sure you check those out. But uh, I wanted to say this, if you're going to enjoy Cobra Kai, which I recommend that you go and watch it, you're going to need to watch this film to really get the most (laughs) out of it. So instead of a tragic, I'm going to go ahead and rate this uh, nostalgic. It's not a classic. You don't have to watch, but I would... uh, say that uh definitely for cobra kai reasons which you got to check out to watch all right i'm gonna go back to the future okay Okay. (laughs) thanks paul from the future uh all right so that's three nostalgic so really you don't need to really have my rating but it wouldn't be retro rewind pod without the captain's rating and 
I'm not going to go soft like my XO here and and put into perspective other films or other properties. I'm going to rate it on its own merits. And uh, for me, it's still a tragic. I just I did not think this was up to snuff for a what about the kid. bonsai tree <laughs> that part is great like there's n- th- this is not like the worst movie ever this is no monty python and the holy grail but true it's still <laughs> <laughs> i sense that true is in an not really in true with what i'm thinking but regardless um i i just i i, I wish it was better uh, I, 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 w- I really, I mean, I thought one and two were both classics. So this one definitely was a big step down for me. Uh, so yeah, but according to the retro rewind podcast, uh, we rate the cry kid part three, a disputed nostalgic film. We'd recommend if you, again, if you've seen it as a kid or, uh, before it's worth your time to go and revisit again. Uh, but now it's time to get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX. Every time. Receiving incoming transmission. Baby. Uh, feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to 1989 to begin with if it weren't for our amazing, amazing reflux capacitors. Namely. Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keen, Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, the Feelin' Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, the Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kennison, The Dapper Man, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Cronenbitter, Pastor Deucen, Kenneth and Redeemed Utaku, Ryan Lingle, That's Our Babo, Josh Adams, and D. Tungsten, in addition to five other awesome patrons as well. <sighs> Thank you all so, so much for making me run out of air there and also for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to help us grow via Patreon, Subscribestar, or PayPal. This stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big Miyagi-Do bear hug to our subscribers on Twitch. And maybe not Twitch. Yes, Twitch. <laughs> to our and, fourth, I'll say our fourth dimensional fans on Twitch. Where yeah. you can, uh, for $4 a month, either a one-off, uh, one monthly donation, or if you uh, subscribe monthly for $4, you get act, you get to have all these fun little things on screen during our Twitch streams or our YouTube and Facebook streams. They all pretty much work th- across those where you can make it, the screen go black and white or you can make cows pop up and spin wheels. It's it's ridiculous and fun, but you get you are able to trigger any of those if you are a fourth dimensional fan for $4 a month. But what if you don't have the extra cash every month for Twitch or Patreon, but still want to support us? You could buy our merch, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, but even better than that is sharing your favorite episode of this podcast with a friend, whether you listen for the banter, the trivial tidbits, or the occasional insight, which usually comes from our guests. Uh, we would love more people to enjoy Retro Rewind Podcast for the same reason you do. So please be kind and share Retro Rewind. You want to get beaten because of a little pain, be my guest. I can't be a part of that. I make wins into winners, not the other way around. I'm wasting my time. But you're not going to waste your time by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 219, which is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show and also yourself? 
pauljpowers.com. You can find me and the podcast there. And you can feel free to talk to us or share anything you find funny that's 15 years or older on our social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can join our Discord server and uh, go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash Discord. Also, I mentioned we are on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook Live. You can watch us live and chat with us like these fine folks are doing right now as we play... Well, we're playing, but we're also recording podcasts. And uh, sometimes Francisco does retro videos and sometimes he creates pixel art again whoa you might check that out i don't know but follow at twitch.tv slash retro on pod or youtube or facebook just check us out and again you can find me paul j powers at pauljpowers.com 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 that's right <laughs> anyway uh now back to the notes and the mode done and my uh, dog can you hear my dog yes i can hear you all dog. right Obey my dog. He's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul, so, so much for being an awesome friend, an awesome uh, Cobra Kai train. I mean, Miyagi Do train. I mean, I don't, just an awesome XO, an awesome friend and co host. Really appreciate <laughs> getting to. Never, never scratch that. I mean, it's okay doing this show with you uh, sometimes, I guess. <laughs> no, I really appreciate uh, getting to uh, do the Retro Rewind podcast with you, my friend. And I am truly grateful for a guest coming on yet again to discuss yes. the Karate Kid part. Ay, ay, ay. So we'll, <laughs> we'll go um, alphabetically and start with Alex. Please tell us how we can find you online. Is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, yeah, you can find uh, us and our podcast on uh, the Facebooks at the Peter Pan Syndrome Podcast Facebook group. Uh, that's where you can find us. Our show is, uh, you know, it's, it mainly focuses on the lore of the movie in between the, the start time and the end time. And, you know... The, the trailers, if we have the VHS handy. Cool. And who is next to you? Adriana, my oh. wife. Oh, I missed it up. My wife. The potato. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at PP Syndrome Pod or Tumblr at PP Syndrome Pod. I promise we're going to update it. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been so much uh, fun. It's great. Okay, we love having you, but I gotta ask the PP syndrome. If I look that up, and is that gonna f direct me to your you know, podcast, or is it I've, gonna take me somewhere I don't want to go? I've never tried. I was, I we intentionally did that because they're like, well, Twitter only allows so much characters and the name, yeah. and I'm like, what's the funniest way I can do this? And oh, then PP okay. syndrome pod, <laughs> like, was the obvious choice. I mean, come on, obviously we laugh at. Duty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> very obvious. <laughs> well, it was so, so great having you guys. So thank you so much for oh, yeah, on, being on for Karate Kid 2 and the Cobra Kai's and Karate Kid 3. It's been a rad experience getting to have you guys on. So thank you so much. Yeah, sure really? thing. Thank you. We had a you lot bet. of fun. Awesome. Right. <laughs> really appreciate you. Really appreciate you, Paul. But as much as I, you guys are awesome, you're not the awesomest. That is reserved <laughs> for you. Yes, you listening right this second, uh, you know, Terry, Daniel, uh, non-love interest girl, I forget your name, uh, whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of the Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us, and we pray you're more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter at FXRetro underscore or on Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can DM me at 
either of those places for pixel art commissions. And finally, we are honored to be part of the Christian Geek Central network at christiangeekcentral.com. You can catch us at CGC or our website, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for Homeward Bound, The Journey Home, our next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Wait, The Journey Home, is that Homeward Bound and... Two? I thought it was Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, the first one. Or is that another one? Because there's two of them. Homeward. Either way, Homeward. I got to go jump in the Thunder Road 2 and help review the Cobra Kai's. I'm going to go review Cobra Kai Season 1 now with you guys. Looking forward to you. Seeing you soon. Again, you know how that works. Anyway. It is an incredible journey, by the way, before you leave fall. All right. Hey, I like that. Oh, I like that, Johnny. I'm going to use that. <laughs>